Hello and thank you for downloading this episode of Discussing Documentaries with myself Matt Wills and Rick Wharton who is sadly he's sick man he's got the vid so uh, Rick I hope you make it and what I've noticed with Rick not being around uh, and dying and stuff is that he does all the heavy lifting so I've brought in one of the biggest funniest fellas I've ever ever had the pleasure to be with it is mine and Rick's friend comedian adam morrison hello mate hey matt how you doing you all right i'm all right you seem to have just gone all shy <laughs> oh, no, I'm like, well like this is your fan base isn't it? i feel like i'm intruding i don't know what's going on <laughs> no man you're, you're one of the family me and rick adore you uh, ideally we're gonna one day this will all be yours uh, oh, me and rick well. can walk away uh, and it's it's all going to belong. Well, you lay, lay the foundations, mate, in the groundwork, and then I'll just take it when it, when I'm creaming it in. <laughs> um, and if you want to know anything about Adam, uh, I'll put in the show notes. I, I don't suppose you've ever seen the show notes of our podcast, have you, Adam? Uh, mate, honestly, I don't. My technological knowledge on anything is ridiculous. I get my kids to oh. show me stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, so when I did it, the show notes were about nine pages long. There were hyperlinks. There's videos. There's uh, there's everything. And Rick does it, and it just says, that's a douche. And that was it. <laughs> Do you know what? That doesn't surprise so, me with you, Matt. That does not surprise yeah. me at all. <laughs> so, so on this one, I'll include in the show notes. I'll put links to your websites and stuff, and people can check oh, it cheers, out. Man, and if you. you get a chance to... Uh, to see Adam, I've seen Adam do his set. It's got to be at least a hundred times. At least, Do you reckon? Well, you. The thing is, you've seen me from when I first, like, from my second ever gig up to yes. like, what I'm doing now. So, yeah, he hasn't changed any of his material in the seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never seen anyone grow as much as a comic um, out of the people I've I've followed and. The reason me and Rick wanted to get Adam on is we're both fans of Adam. He's genuinely one of the funniest, lovely, most enthusiastic people you've ever uh, you've ever get get him, get him in a car. He's brilliant. Apart from if he needs a wee, and um, but just watching his set. So, and I've said this to you before, right? Yeah, I've seen your set so many times, and I'm still laughing at it at the same jokes. I'm still laughing. Oh, thanks, it's, man. You yeah, know, like, why that makes me feel. It makes me go, all, like, I don't know how to take compliments. So I'm, I'm sitting no, here now, that's <laughs> red, hands in my pocket, twisting my foot <laughs> on the floor. And I'm like, oh, shut up, man. <laughs> and the, the weird thing is about Adam. So this is how weird me and Adam are together. So I'm like, I'm five foot tall and Adam is, how tall are you? Six, seven. Right, okay. And he's built yeah. like a geezer, right? <laughs> he's built like a geezer. But if he fucks about, I will knock him out. And he knows that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like the mini bouncer. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's it. Um, so Adam's going to be standing in for Rick today. Rick, we wish you better soon, mate. I, when we started this podcast, I did most of the work and Rick done the picking and Rick was, yeah, and I loved it. And then that's changed after the, la- the over the last, it's got to be six, seven months, I think. And 
Yeah, I've struggled to make this happen with you, haven't I? We couldn't find a date. We couldn't find the times. Even now, I'm I'm an hour late getting to the party. I'm five hours late to my day job, which I'm currently doing. <laughs> I'm not having a great day, I think. But I'm still smart because I get to hang out with you. You're one of my yeah, best no, friends. So, cheers, yeah, I yeah, this. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So today we are talking about crack cocaine, corruption and conspiracy. Um, and this was chosen by Adam. So thanks, Ad. Cheers, mate. Yeah, no Cheers. worries. I, man. I thought you'd pick something. I thought you'd pick something lovely, and yeah, well, because you're so lovely and, and cuddly. I know, but it's just the whole um, like crime, really, like mafia, like drug dealing. It all just gets me. Like okay, all right. Like the the biggest things that get me is crime and Nazis for some reason. I'm just fascinated. By <laughs> like not like not that I'm a supporter of. No, I shouldn't have said that. Not I'm a supporter of Nazis, but just how you can go from being a normal bloke to being an absolute savage animal within the space yeah, okay. of a couple of years. It's just the psychology of the. It's the Walter of, White, isn't it? It's Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah, how he goes yeah. from being like your everyday average school teacher to blowing up people, murdering people, melting people. Like, yeah. it just, it just, yeah, it's, I, I think it's, it's it's more the psychology of how people go from being like a butcher to then being mass being murderers. A butcher. Like, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, but the thing is, when, I've done a ton of car shares with you. I've never seen this side of you. No. So um, that, it's just weird that you, <laughs> it's weird that you pick this one. Yeah, I'm also interested in um, addiction as well and, um, like, how we deal with addiction. Like, I don't think it should be criminalised. Yeah, I think okay. we should be... not Like, the, obviously, the dealers and stuff, yeah, but, like, the people taking it shouldn't be um, criminalised because you've got to understand their situation for getting in that, you know... Yeah, oh, I'll buy into yeah. that. I'll, I'll give you, you... You know how addicted I am. Oh, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a very... So, I'm a, I've got alcohol and drug problems and... Um, I've currently I've I've been off sugar, so you know when well you've seen me right when I when yeah, I finish yeah, yeah. a gig and I'll buy a I'll buy a box of Magnums and just sit there and eat them. Like, yeah. No, you can't have any more. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. No, well you force. I'm like, Drive I the don't car, want big man. I, I don't want one, Matt. No, you're having two. You're having two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll have two Magnums. <laughs> two because I can't have. Well, I've just bought. Um, I've done a week off of sugar, and then yesterday I saw my godchildren. And I ended up having a little tiny stewed apple that had been caramelised. Just like it was tiny, yeah. right? It was like the size of my thumb. And then today I've eaten five Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, when I collapse, I proper collapse. <laughs> Mate, like I know I get it as well because I, I get addicted. Like I, I sort of confine myself, like just before I tip over the edge. Do you know what I mean? Like. Right. So during lockdown, like, I'm addicted to comedy, like, yes, and it, it, it consumes my life. It totally consumes my life. It, uh, yeah. Um, but when, last year, when it all ended, I found myself drinking really heavily, like, really heavily. Oh, wow. And um, I woke up downstairs at four in the morning with my trousers and pants around my ankles asleep, and I thought, <laughs> I know. I know, and I just thought... <laughs> oh, no, not again. <laughs> yeah, and I just thought to myself, there's no way I can let the kids see me like this. So then I cut the drinking out straight away because I was more concerned about my kids seeing me like this before it got 
too far and then replaced it with right. running. And then I was just running, run. Like, I was like Forrest Gump, mate. As soon as I put them shoes on the following Monday, I was Forrest Gump. You did a marathon, right? Yeah, I did two marathons. I did Tough Mudders, half marathon. I was doing everything, mate, doing loads. You're, just, so you, I think you've got from that. I would say you've also got an addictive personality. Yeah, no comedy because that took over. Right. Yeah, so it's about the I'm time. Making. Yeah, yeah. So, right. So it's the endorphin rush, maybe. Because yeah. I, I saw you at your second gig, and I looked at you and I went, "I'm gonna quit." Because okay, <laughs> that's his second gig. I'd, I'd tried it at that stage. I think I was about a year in. I think I did shortly after that. I didn't stick with it much longer for a bit. I. I'd done office work for a good few years then. I was, mm. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, if that's his second gig, I don't stand a chance against a bloke like that. And he was so lovely as well. I was like, you can't even dislike him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like some of the people yes. we gig with who are brilliant, you're like, well, at least he's a prick or at least yeah. he's horrible. Yeah, that's it, like, isn't it? Yeah, you're like, okay, I can balance that out. But you were like, he's lovely, his mates are lovely. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, just, so like, right for you, it's when you I get that take. buzz. Yeah, so when I get the buzz, <laughs> and then, uh, so I get the buzz, and then next thing you know, I'm like, I've, I've got to do another yeah, one. I've got to do another one. Yeah, and if I don't, deep. if I don't have a, a gig, say like um, my last gig's on the Saturday, if I haven't got a gig in by Wednesday, I'm screwing. I'm like bouncing off the are walls. Are you climbing the... Yeah, oh, I'm Jesus. like spiraling down. Like me and her, like we've had like, well, not arguments, but like, I'm like, nobody wants me anymore. Nobody wants me anymore. Do you know what I mean? And then next thing you know, yes, I'll get the I gig. Know exactly what you mean. And it's the email. When I get an email for a gig, I'm like, fuck it, buzz in again. And it's the whole <laughs> it's the whole thing. But now it's not so much um I'm more addicted to coming up with the ideas now for new bits and trying them out. Yeah. Like that is now that's my buzz is trying out new bits. And if yeah, they don't work, okay. they don't work and it doesn't doesn't bother me. I've got it out there and I'm like, yeah, well, at least I've got it out there and that sort of Gees me up a bit. Yeah, so. yeah. And we run ideas past each other all the time. I yeah, completely time. understand that, yeah. And what I've noticed the last week since I quit sugar, I've had so many good ideas. Well, they're not good ideas. They're just ideas. And you're just so excited, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, so this weekend I've got a run of three. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get something in the middle. I'm going to start using the middle section as the bit where I always try something new. Yeah, and that's that's what you should do, man. That's um, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the perfect way. Like, I think I'm with you on Saturday, so we'll. Do oh, a really? Shoot. Oh, cool. Yeah, because I'll, so, I'll I'll try it. Okay, I'll bed it in on Thursday. I'll redo it on Friday, and then I'll I'll go through it with you in the car show. On, oh, sweet! On yeah. Saturday, and we'll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet. Well, it's funny we're talking about addiction because. So what we're talking about today is crack, cocaine, corruption, and conspiracy. Uh, I'll give you the, all the details quickly. So it's from the year 2021. It was picked by uh, Adam Morrison, and provider is Netflix. Do you watch it on Netflix? Yeah, I watch it on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, the director was Stanley Nelson. No idea how much money it made or the accolades, because it's a Netflix thing. And here's the blurb. In the early 1980s, the crack epidemic tore through America's inner cities like a tsunami, ravaging all in its wake. And there's just, basically this documentary is, I, I was happy for a while and then I started watching this. Fuck me, this is miserable, isn't it? Yeah, well. And interesting. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting because it starts off in the 70s when the coke, cocaine um, was coming yeah. into America and I was doing it in all the clubs 
and it was a rich person, so it was all like Wall Street and like the elite, like jazz band, all bands and stuff. And it wasn't a problem then until people found a way of taking the salt out of it, turning it into the rock and being able to smoke. Yeah, and and turning it into crack. Who's the person who came up with that? I thought it'd be someone sitting there, right? They've just done a line of Charlie and they've gone, now this is good. I can make cocaine better. And if we can do it for 10, 10 quid a bump, we're going to make a fortune because this will right. go around. I know. Honest. Just remove the salt because, you know, I've got hypertension. Salt's bad for you. <laughs> I don't like the taste. Let's get rid of it, man. Yeah. What idiot came up with that? They've got to have been having a few beers and a few lines of Charlie. Yeah, I'm, honestly, I don't like. I don't get how they've come up. I like someone's just sat down there and just gone, right? What's the chemical makeup of this? All right, it's got salt in it. Let's take that out, crystallize it, and then we can put it <laughs> put it in a pipe and smoke it. Because the minute you do that, um, it goes it goes basically straight from your lungs straight into your brain. And yeah, have you ever it's done quicker. crack? No, no, no. Yes. I know, I know people that have done crack and. Um, they're, well, one of them ended up in hospital and the other one was wow. really, really lucky not to get addicted to it. Like, he'd done it once and that was it. And he said it was all right. But, um, yeah, he was, like, well lucky. He must have got, like, a, a shit one, but... Right. You know, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, but... Yeah. I was like... Well, like, we talked about it for ages and I was like, you are so... Like, like and I think if i done it, maybe I'd be a crackhead now. I think... I'd be a crackhead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I think if I had done it, and it's just, it's like like comedy. I say comedy is like my heroin. Like the first yes. gig was amazing. Like I, I was electric. I, all my hairs were standing on end. I'd never felt like that before in my life. And it's just trying to catch that buzz again. Like they say yes. with crack and heroin. And that's that's how I imagine yeah, yeah. it to be. I completely. My first gig was terrible, but I am. Yeah, I am trying to chase. I'm trying to chase the high because I have had gigs that just blow me away. You're like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Give me that again. Give me that again. And when it doesn't and happen, I think that's why we get so disappointed because we yeah. didn't get our fix, right? And when you die on stage, you're like, no, where's my? Give me my endorphins. I'd, I've I've worked really hard for it. How dare you take that away from me, you bastards? I've just driven four hours, been stuck in traffic for three of them. <laughs> at least give me a laugh, man. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus. And you at the front there, you prick. You can unfold your arms for a start, yeah. mister. What's with the folded arms in the front row? No, mate, Jesus. honestly, them people with the folded arms, man, do my nut. But, oh. um, yeah, um, the crack thing so, was, it was insane. It, yeah, so I, I've never done it. Um and I'll tell you what made me want to do it. I've never really fancied it. Um, but what's made me want to do it? Have you ever seen uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No, you keep telling me about it. I've, I've, I've started okay. watching it, but I'm not, um, I'm not that yeah, far okay. into it. Fair enough. Um, well, in it, the brother and the sister get into crack. And then it's just a running joke. Every now and again, she went, oh, we should do some crack. And he's like, I could do some crack. Yeah, that's whatever they're doing. They'll drop whatever. <laughs> And within three days, they, they become crackheads. Um, yeah. And and they didn't glamorise it. It looked bloody terrible. But my brain went, oh, that looks nice, which is dumb, yeah. right? Yeah. And again, that's the, it's the comedy that keeps me away from that because I'm like, well, I have to drive. And you can't drive if you're a crackhead, right? No, there's no... So, well, yeah. the thing is, if you're a crackhead, like in that documentary, like they're starting off. So he says, then he, one of the dealers says that... Um, 
he's, this bloke's come up to him with like loads of money in his hands. And he's going, no, I'll just have one that'll do me. And he's like, once I've been in the game for a bit, I knew all that money was coming to me by the end of the night. Do you know what I mean? So all the money he's got, like, is even though he's trying yeah. to not buy a crack with it, he's buying all his crack with it. He's yeah. buying all his crack with it. Oh, it'll rip through you, man. So, um, so what happened was Ronald Reagan gets uh, becomes the president of America, and he promises to make America great again, which is where Trump apparently got it from. Uh, th- here's the thing I wanted to know when he said that: When did America stop being great, or rather, when did it start, and then when did it stop, and then we can see how long greatness lasted? Yeah, see, I don't know because, like, America, when you look back. I'm not so much like the last 10 years, but like when I was a kid, we always looked at America like, oh man, I'd love to live there. Do you know what I mean? Like love to go yeah, to school. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, yeah. Like, oh, imagine like you could go to a different restaurant every night and they're all different. Like the, it's just yeah. the cars, the music, the, the clothes. Imagine the, having a hundred TV channels. Yeah. Like when I was a kid and there was no streaming services, you're like a hundred TV channels. We've got three channels to choose yeah. from. Shit. Yeah. They've got a hundred. Bloody that must be awesome. As it turns out, we've now we've got streaming. It's bloody awful. Give me take me back to three channels. Yeah. Where I've only yeah. got a choice of three things because I can I can decide on three things. I can't decide on a thousand things. Yeah. Well, to be fair, like on Netflix, I only pretty much watch three or four things on a fucking loop because <laughs> I start something and I'm like, I don't know if I'm into this. <laughs> I better watch it and, again. Yeah, and then I'll be like, oh, I'll just put Downton Abbey on again. Don't worry about it. I'll start that again. <laughs> How'd you watch Downton Abbey? Oh, mate, I love it. I love it. I love Downton Abbey. It's, um, yeah, it's great. You are, if you ain't never you seen it, go watch so, Downton Abbey. Man. You are so revealing. I didn't know that about you. What do we talk about in the car for fuck's sake? I don't know. The Dunno. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Reagan's in power and he invents a thing called extreme poverty. That's awesome that he created something. That's good for him. Um, Eight million people he puts into extreme poverty. He scraps stuff like food stamps, uh, just the basic stuff that all the poor people needed. Yeah, he was not a meals, fan of everything. the poor. Yeah, he moved two million children into extreme poverty. Um, he re- removed all their benefits. And I... There's... Something about me, I, I, I'm sort of semi right wing, um, like my politics, but only semi, and I'm, I'm liberal in others and left in others. But I'm amazed by the right when they when they go after the poor. That just amazes me. Right. I'm like, what have the poor done? What are you so scared? Why are you so scared of the poor? Yeah. And why right. don't don't corner a tiger, right? Because <laughs> they're fucking bite you. Jesus. I know. It's like they go after people that have, haven't got a pot to piss in. And let the people that have got billions just, yeah, yeah, we'll do what we want. Yeah. See you later. Don't worry about it. It's always the poor that are vilified. And this crack, this crack um, documentary shows that because when it was cocaine, yes, nobody cared, nobody cared. As soon as it was crack and all the poor people are making millions out of it, fuck it, put yeah. them away 50 years. Don't worry about uh, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And they went after people of colour, right? Because yeah. that's where they're letting into. Um, and I would say, yeah, like the, yeah, it was people of colour they went after, but it was mainly women of yeah. colour. They were yeah. vilifying the women in the community like that were on it. And Which is insane, it was just, right? Yeah, it was... So yeah, there no. was 63 million tonnes of cocaine that was getting into America, but not one Cuban cigar. How the fuck? 
Just put your Cuban cigars in with a Coke. Yeah. You'll fucking get uh, loads yeah. in. <laughs> that, that, that was insane. That was insane. And, and, so they, So it was all because of communism, wasn't it? Because what they were doing, yeah. they were selling uh, missiles, rockets, guns to Iran illegally, getting yes. the money from Iran, dropping it into Nicaragua. And in Nicaragua, we're then sending cocaine into America. And on the empty was, planes. On the empty planes, so like, oh, yeah. Where's this plane going back? It's going back to America. Well, we might as well put cocaine on it. Yeah. Because, you know, we've got a load of cocaine. That, that's yeah. good for money. That'll buy us more guns, won't it? Yeah, of course it will. Yeah. yeah. And, um, um, but here's, here's how coke got big, and this is what fucking blew me away. So Richard Pryor, and they bill him as a writer, uh, they bill him as a writer first and then a comedian, which is... That's quite accurate, is my understanding yeah. of that. Um, he has a tiny little accident, right, where he's freebasing cocaine, which is crack, and it blew up and he caught on fire and it, it made the news. And suddenly everyone went, what's freebasing? It's like before the internet, no one had a clue about any of this, right? It was only yeah. word of mouth. And on word of mouth on some stuff's not always going to make it. But Richard Pryor, they blamed him for the start of the crack epidemic. Yeah, it's um, that's a lot to put on a comic's shoulders, isn't it? It's Not only insane. one of the greatest comics that's ever existed and changed the genre, he also created the crack epidemic. Yeah, that's a bit harsh. Come but, on, man. The person that created the crack epidemic was Ronald Reagan. Like you're yes. you're looking at where these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're looking at where these people live. Right, they they what was it? Be like Calvin, that McDonald's advert. And he's going, it's three fifty five it's three dollars fifty five an hour. Like, I can't do anything on that. Yet he gets yeah. given a bag of a hundred vials, sells it in thirty minutes, and it's like I've got a few got I've, got like dollars. Three, yeah. I've got a thousand dollars. I'll just go buy some more and I'll do this. And the next thing you know. Yeah, yeah. and then what was it? Freeway it's entrepreneurial. Uh, Ricky Ross. Yeah. Freeway Ricky Ross was um turning over a, like having a million dollars a day in his hand. So why are they gonna go? Like if you're in abject poverty, why are you going to go and do free? Yeah. Like you can make money. You can support your mum, your your siblings, your kids. I mean, you won't, but you you could. You could, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, um, I wouldn't, but I, you know, I'd yeah. fuck them, right? I'd, if I was earning a million quid a day, <laughs> I'd be yeah. so high. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, there would be no rainy days. I'd put nothing away for rainy days. <laughs> I'd just be off my game. It would be, if you gave me that sort of money, I wouldn't just wouldn't last. Have you seen a film called uh, In Time with Justin Timberlake? It's where they have how much longer they've got left to live. Oh, yeah, I have, I've started watching it for. I've seen it. I've I think I've seen the whole film, but in like, like oh, in chunks. I've seen the beginning, yeah, in chunks, yeah. All right. Well, they give John Galecki right from uh, the Big Bang Theory. Like Justin Timberlake gets a load of cash and gets a load of time on his arm, and he gives his mate some. Like gives his mate like a hundred years, and his mate blows it in one evening and dies. <laughs> That'd be me if you gave me that. <laughs> I need to be close to the breadline, otherwise, yeah, it's fucking woo. Um, and what else did I write down here? Yeah, and they put it into smaller quantities, so they made it readily. Basically, they made it. So that effectively it would, it's a fast selling item in a supermarket shelf, didn't they? That, yeah. And they could package it up really small. You get it's like buying cigarettes as singles. Yeah. Did you? Did is, you ever, yeah. Are you old enough I, to remember I, them? Could you? I vaguely remember singles. Yeah, but I, I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I know you could buy them on their own. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's what they've done with crack cocaine. Because you couldn't afford... Basically, yeah. Even cocaine is like, you know, I, I don't know how much it was a gram, but you had to buy it in a gram. And if that was 50 or or $100, you couldn't afford that if you were poor. No, that's why it was, had, it was the rich person's drug, wasn't it? Back in then. Yeah. It was glamorous. A, it was glamorous. Yes, it was, yeah. And if you could do a $10 hit that would take you out of your brain for a couple of hours, fucking hell, yeah, why not? Yeah. But then, That's why well, I, ecstasy was so big, wasn't it? Yeah. You get a 20-quid ecstasy tablet in the early 90s, right? That'd last you all night. Yeah. You know, you'd have a fucking whale of a time for four and, hours. And to, to be honest, you'd, you'd, need, you'd need a tablet just to get you into that music they're playing because some of that music was <laughs> awful, wasn't it? <laughs> Jesus, the what's that? Chuck us, <laughs> chuck us a Mitsubishi Turbo. Chuck that down my neck. That'll do. <laughs> They said selling crack was like the gold rush, and I could just you could yeah. see it like that, couldn't you? And just the yeah. dealers are popping up on every corner. And the weird thing is, the fact that the the old bill went after people of color, yet two thirds of the users of crack were white. From the and suburbs, they didn't arrest yeah. any, and they didn't arrest any white people. Yeah. Well, um, what so got it, me? It was basically it was cleansing. That's what yeah. they did. They well, it was the, the removal of. Black people. That was yeah. that was that seemed the whole plan yeah. all along. So the police did not care about any of it yeah. until that until that policeman. So there was shootings going on. The whole like pe like I think one of them they got called to like eight people or six people shot in one night. Yeah, and the they police said it couldn't was like give a, a toss. And the police were getting bought off, weren't they? Yeah. So the police. Yeah, the police ended up robbing drug dealers and then selling it themselves. But no, it was none so of, none much of money police, to be made. Yeah, and that was across the whole country. None of the police cared <laughs> until that um, that that one policeman was, was shot, which is terrible. Like he's shot doing a job to try and protect the community. No, yeah, that. But then and good. then and then that's when it got a kick up the arse, and then the police started going fucking balls out, and then they rushed that bill through. Um, what is it out there? Yeah. It's not part of the Senate, in it. Well, they they said about so they said in the days of heroin. You needed organised crime, and it's one of the things that helped organised crime grow. But crack, you just needed to hustle. I thought that was a yeah. great quote. Right, that's yeah. all they needed to do. Yeah. So they, um, yeah, basically there was a, there's a. What I like about this is me and you were all over the place because Rick would go, no, do it in order, which I, <laughs> I do love about. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, that guy's name who said, "Let's get the bill out there." His name was Tip O'Neill. Basically, yeah. he was a politician, and he came up with a bill, and he said, right, this is this anti-drugs bill, we're going to get this passed within four weeks. And people are like, no, it takes years to get a, a bill through Congress. Like, you can't do that. The Senate have got to approve it because it's got to go through Congress, blah de blah Anyway, they get this thing approved in four weeks, yeah. which means they and, can um, get it done if there's there. And they get it done, they get it done that quickly because it's, it's coming up to voting season. And, and yeah. like, if, if we stand on an anti-drugs policy, we'll get voted in. So let's get yeah. this law in. And all the politicians are like, yeah, fuck it, let's do that. Yeah, let, let's win it. But yeah, yeah, so yeah, if we're going to do it, so it starts off cocaine, then it goes into the crack. And they're like, we was having so much, like the dealers are like, we're having so much fun. <laughs> we're making loads of money. We've got um, clothes, jewellery, women, cars. They got, so like they were saying, like a kid, that was going to school with holes in his shoes, wearing hand-me-down clothes. In a month, he's driving around in a brand new BMW. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it or was his insane. chauffeur is because he's not even old enough to drive. Yeah.
So then they was enjoying it, and then it didn't become fun because people started getting shot. But the thing that got me the most is um, the clip when people were queuing up in their cars, and it is like rush hour traffic, yeah. M25 when there's an accident. That's how many cars there was. And they are bibbing, yeah. and it was just constant. Just yeah. constant. And I was like, how many old Bill not down there? Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So therefore, there must have been... So to remove the salt and make crack, that's an operation, right? You're going to need, you're going to need some people who understand what's going on. Yeah. Right. In terms of they've got to cook stuff, right? They've got. To, I, I don't yeah, know how so, you'd get the salt out of it, but they've got. To, think, there's some. There's some clever. There's some Poindexter nerd there who knows what to do. Yeah. And he's got to have a laboratory, or she's got to have a laboratory. Well, no, you could do it so, own, can't you? So you do it on your cooker. So you cook up the crack or the, the the coke and then it turns into like this paste then in you you know when you squeeze it through like um not a sieve but like a cloth and then you oh, get right, the yeah. paste you get the paste and then you dry it out and that's what turns it into that's that basically like a like a shorter version of what they do so they they boil it up paste it scrape it get the salt out of it and then uh yeah, I can see kids it. listening to this now, writing this down. How to make crack <laughs> the Adam Morrison way. <laughs> yeah, kids, don't do crack, man. Do not do crack. Do not do crack, yeah. Um, there's a really sad quote, actually, from a kid. And he's with his mum. He's nine years old. He's at a funeral of one of his classmates, right? So they're burying a nine-year-old kid who was selling crack who got killed. And the kid turns around to his mum and says, don't dress me like that for my funeral. Yeah, oh, my God, that's sad, mate. isn't it? Yeah. Even in death, he wants to be dressed better than his mate. Yeah. What Which, uh, what did get me as well was when they're talking to kids in the street and they go, oh, what do you do? He goes, as soon as we get home from school, we get in, shut the doors, lock the doors. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Lock the doors. Um, it's not in the documentary, but I see this the other day because um, cause once I watch it, and then I go like deep into it. Do you know what I mean? Like go on Wikipedia, like just looking at stuff. And Oh, um, you go down the rabbit hole. Nice. Yeah, I end up in a rabbit hole. And... Uh, so it was something to do with weird, weird things that happened in like bad neighbourhoods, and one of them was like, "Oh, my mum used to make us play army, like make us do army crawls around the house and make it into a game." And it wasn't until I got older that I realised it's because the people were shooting each other outside our house uh, over Fuck. crack. So they're turning it into a game, like playing army crawl around the house. So when the bullets are coming through the house, they're all on the floor. And he was like, yeah, I didn't realise, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I didn't realise until um, until I was older. Oh, that's brutally sad. Um, yeah. Uh, there was a, they called it the blue wall of silence, didn't they, from the police? The fact that the police yeah. didn't do anything and they, yeah, they just they just looked oh. the other way. And it, yeah. it was, this is such a miserable documentary. Oh, no. <laughs> About a quarter of the way through. I was like, oh, fuck it. Because you're such a happy man. I was like, you fucking... Pro I know nothing of you. I feel like the, yeah, this was a different person. I'm like, why did he pick this? Is no, it, just... Did he, Did you and Rick have a chat? Like, Rick was on his deathbed with COVID. He got get him. Get to pick an horrible one. Yeah, no, yeah, no I just like... Um... Like, I, cause no, yeah, people, I like, get it. You like, like misery. I get it. No, no, no. I don't like misery. I, I don't like when people go, oh... He's a junkie, he's a crack scaghead or whatever. No, disregard him, fucking all that and all. You're like, no, you've got to understand why they're... Like, when they go, yeah. oh, you can't help homeless people because they're all on drugs. Why are they on drugs? To get out of that, their reality. Yeah, That's absolutely. why they're on it. Of course, that, yes. 
Well, that's, that's, so that's, Susan Burton, who was a crack user, her son was killed. And she said she tried crack and it basically helped her experience the silence from the grief for yeah. that brief period. And and you can that's understand That's why, it. right? Yeah, yeah of you course can you can understand it. it. You don't... The, the, there's not even a word if you lose your child. They haven't invented a word for right. it. Like, if you lose your wife, you're called a widower, right? Yeah. Or if you if you and your wife die, your, your kids are called uh, orphans. We yeah. haven't given it a word. That's how horrible but, it is. And, it like, my sister lost her baby. And honestly, it lives with you forever. Like, it's, it affects yeah. me still now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I hear that song, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking crying. Do you know what I mean? And that was... Oh, yeah, that was ages, like years ago. Yeah, and I'm surprised. Family. Like, if she had, um, if she had turned to drugs, then maybe, like, I, I would understand. Do you know what I mean? To get rid of that pain. Yes, right. Because you've got. God, this episode's heavy, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I know. It's because you. Yes, because you've got empathy. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, why we I need cold-hearted see... Rick here. <laughs> yeah. Like I could see, I could see why these people were, are on the drugs and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like. And uh, yeah, yeah, just get vilified. But maybe we should lighten it up a bit because that got pretty deep, didn't it? <laughs> God, that got pretty fucking deep. And Rick's, Rick's not cold-hearted, actually. Rick's one of the yeah. softest hearts I've ever met. Yeah, um, no, Rick is. But we, we see, but this documentary is, we see a slew of women who have lost their kids through crack. It's like, where are your kids? Uh, they're with. And here's what I thought was truly beautiful, was all of the women, they went, hey, what happened to your kids? My sister took them. Oh, they yeah. went to my family. That No one said they got taken into care which I thought was really good. The fact that their communities and their families stepped up and went, okay, we'll have your bloody kids. Come on, we'll take care of them. Yeah. Or what about that kid who was crying? Don't say my mummy, don't say my oh, mummy. Yeah, no, like, that mate, broke you, me, man. You, me too, but then you're like, kid, she's a crackhead. You, you need to, because she'll sell you, right? Someone sold yeah. their, what about when someone sells their baby for $20 of crack? Yeah. Well, that, that I don't know if that was true. I thought that was a rumour. I can't, I can't remember. Was that a room? Yeah, the media. Because it kicked up a media frenzy, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because the media didn't help as well saying about crack babies when there was just one bloke said, Yeah, yeah there might right. there might be a, a small chance that your baby will be addicted to crack. Next thing you know, everybody crack babies. Yeah, yeah. And then that that doctor woman who was going, No, these are just for me and then after they give birth, the police are there arrested them, taking them. And getting that, that was terrible. So yeah, yeah so her, um, so basically, Ira, Ira Chasnov, uh, medical person, he wrote a white paper about twenty-three babies born to crack-addicted mums, and it created the crack baby idea. Now it's since all been shown as a lie, but the media got that and went fucking batshit mental. They never go batshit mental with a positive news, do they? It's just miserable no. stuff because we're drawn to misery. Yeah. Like, look, you are drawn to Nazis and criminals. Right? Yeah, I'm like, please pick the cat one. Pick, pick the cat. Pick, <laughs> pick so the no, one about was, how uh, weird the cat is with on the internet. Fix what, that. Uh, what, what, what was gutting really is I picked this one, and then I think two, maybe three days later, the, there was there was one called Fourteen Peaks come out, which is about a Nepalese Gurkha. Um, yeah, special forces geezer, and I was like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> you know what I mean? I wish I said that <laughs> one now. Your mind. <laughs> well, come back. We'll do that one with Rick because Rick will yeah. fucking hate that. We will absolutely hate that. <laughs> I think. Um, I think one of our Patreon pals, my mate Ozzy Sarah, I think she mentioned that one to me. She's, there's also another one I really want to watch that Rick's just like, "There's no fucking way." 
and it's about this woman who uh, so about this girl who raises a, a hawk in a, I think she's in an, a hill tribe somewhere and she's not allowed to because she's a girl and yeah she becomes a, a hawker oh my god I don't, they, I don't even when know you find out what that word. is send it to me because that sounds like a bit of me like don't get me wrong well, this is the I like, Adam I, like, I know look yeah don't get me wrong I do I love crime and I love um right let me rephrase that bird with a bird you're all over that yeah no like i like um i like feel good stuff i like things that make me cry do you know what i mean and yeah that that would make me love you a bit more there yeah like mate honestly i i I need to like stop crying at like stuff all the time like i'm constantly like the greatest showman right i was like yeah i'm not gonna watch the greatest showman no it's not a bit of me is that because it's so shit no Honestly, it's so good. I oh, went there with the kids. Such I a went, letdown. I went with the kids and a wife to the cinema to watch it. By the end of it, I was slapping my knee going, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is so good. Like, proper, absolutely crying. And, uh, like, just tears coming down of joy, of just pure joy. And then, uh, but now, um, like, when we go on the... <laughs> But when we go on a family trip, we put uh, we always put like it always comes on. Like we ask kids what you want to listen to, they always put the greatest showman. And then that song, Never Enough, comes on. And then I get in this weird place where I get choked up, like my throat hurts, and I'm singing it. Like she's got a video of me somewhere with just tears rolling down my eyes, just thinking oh, about the movie. Right. And I'm just like, never be enough. And I'm just like, hoo, hoo. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you said I went. You went. I'm taking my kids to Disney, and I went. All right. And then you got enthusiastic. You spoke about it for about forty minutes, and then I, I think there was about three or four of us chatting, and then you walked away or something. And I went, "He's fucking winding us up, right? <laughs> He's not serious." <laughs> and you come out, and I went, "Are you being serious?" And you went, "I fucking love Disney." <laughs> oh, mate, honestly. So for years we've been talking about going to Disney. Couldn't afford it at Disney Paris, and. Uh, she was like, we've got to go, we've got to go, we've got to go. And then we come into a bit of money. I can't remember where we come into it from. Anyway, so I was like, fuck it, all right, yeah, we'll go to Disney. I weren't really into it. You know? I'm like, don't get me wrong, I fucking love Disney movies. I've got a Mary Poppins tattoo on my arm. Right? You <laughs> I, yeah, love, yeah. I love Disney films. And I weren't really like looking forward to going for some reason. I can't remember why. Maybe a bit grumpy. Soon as I was driving up and I saw the first sign for Disneyland, I was like, woo like, <laughs> She was like, do you need to pull over? And I was like, no, 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 let's just get there. Let's just get there. <laughs> like the whole, the whole trip was, um, so, so like I've got this, like, so I smoke and the kids don't know I smoke, do they? So I keep it from them because I don't want them to see me, like, I don't want them to see my bad habits and pick up on it. So um, I was, yeah. yeah, I was disappearing. I was going, right, I'll come and get you some drinks. And, like I disappear. And then I bumped into the Incredibles and Pluto. And I'm having selfies with them. I'm having a ball with them. Got back. I'm going to the wife. Look what I've just met. Look what I've just met. Right? The kids. <laughs> the kids are crying. And I was going, this holiday ain't all about you. It's about me as well. Like, I've just met the Incredibles and Pluto. Uh, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then um, on the last day, on the last day, uh, we had to leave at half four to be in time to get the train from Calais back. And I was looking at my watch and I was like, oh, right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's quarter past four now. She went, how long we got left? I was like, hour? <laughs> right. So we left <laughs> an hour and a half later. 
I was sitting down, like we was all, I said, that's it, we've got to go, we've got to go now. And we all just, like, as we was walking out, we all turned around and looked at the castle. The kids started like tearing up, she teared up, and I just stood there for ages. She went, you're coming? I was like, yeah, I'll be a minute. And then turned around, I was like, I fucking love this place, it's the best place on earth. <laughs> So, Disney, if you're listening and you want to get in touch, Adam oh, is available mate. for endorsements. Oh, um, honestly. But there was a funny incident there because they have a sword in a stone bit and we was waiting for ages to get a photo and there was about 20 kids all taking photos with this, right, in this one group. They all disappeared, so I got the kids on there. Just about to take a photo, all the kids come back, right? And I had been up all night. I drove there. I was really tired. So I was a little bit ratty. And then... Uh, I was going, yeah, mate, what, what, what are you doing? Like, your kids have been in there. Just give us, like, two minutes and they can get back on there. And he went, oh, like, whatever. I started laughing. I went, no, mate, fucking listen, right? We have been waiting <laughs> for 20 fucking minutes. Let us have two pictures and you can fucking go back on it. My missus is going, you need to calm down. You need to calm down. I said, no, 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 this is taking a fucking piss, right? This is taking a fucking piss. She was going, oh my God, this is meant to be the land of dreams. This is meant to be the land of dreams and you're kicking off. And I was like, nah, he's taking a fucking piss, man. <laughs> Who's that comic? Who, he's got a story like that and then he turns around and goes, it's Danny Garnell. Danny Garnell, mate. That story's honestly so funny. That story's funny. ace. And the, the punchline of that, when he turns around, he goes, yeah, that's when you find out they've got a jail in Disneyland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, Daddy Guy, if you could get to see Daddy Guy, that would do his Disney story, man. That's that is a beautiful comic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, back to misery. Uh, yeah, back to misery. The the, Ra- the Reagans bring out, was you around for this? So the Reagans have a message. Uh, the, he's still the president. And his wife, Nancy Reagan, um, spent some time with some kids. And she says, look, what you've got to do when you're offered drugs is just say no. Yeah, just, just, just now, say no. Do you no remember campaign, yeah. the just? Are you old enough to See, remember? Just I say no? remember uh, Grain Jill doing a just yes. say no. Yeah, so that must have been around the same time. I was born eighty two, so this must be okay, right. late eighties, oh. early nineties to just say no. So yeah, I do remember the Grain Jill, but I don't. Was eighty. When was that? That would have been about eighty three, eighty four for me. Is when it first came out. Yes, I don't remember the Reagan one, but I remember like a campaign over here about just say no. Um, Yeah, and it did, that sort of followed over. But do you know how hard it is to do, if you've tried drugs, but just that initial saying no, the peer pressure. Do you remember when you were first offered a cigarette? I went, do you want a cigarette? And you're like, no, can I say no? Because kids are fucking mean, right? Being a kid with other kids is awful. Yeah, You just want to fit in. That's all you want to do. Well, the first time I was offered a cigarette, I was like, yeah, don't worry about it, I'll have a bit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Straight away. There was no no, there was no peer pressure. It was just like, Do you want a bit of that? Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Well, you got anything else? <laughs> My first fag was a uh, was a consulate. It was like smoking a pack of, fo- of polos. I thought oh. I looked so great. I just thought Jesus. I looked great. Mine was a roll-up. My mum was a roller, you, and I honestly... You, what the fuck? A rolly? Yeah, mate. Look, you, you, you know my material, where it's coming from, right? I'm a rolly yeah, man. fair enough. And, uh, and that ain't never going to change. Even if I ever, if I make loads of money out of this, I'll still be smoking the roll-ups. Don't worry about that. Well, I smoked roll-ups in the end. <laughs> I for 10 years. I, that was the last fag I smoked the roll-ups. And, uh, it was so cheap. Yeah. 
I was so spaced out, like I had the biggest head rush ever. I actually thought it was drugs. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. I think I'm high. And they were laughing at me going, no, you just got head rush, mate. And I was like, no, I'm definitely high as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have this when you were kids? If you took... um... If you took an aspirin and a can of Coca-Cola, you would get off your face. Did you have that magical no, rumor none. in school? Yeah, no, so we like that we, one. on a Friday night. We're like, "Are you feeling anything yet?" We're popping aspirin <laughs> and, <laughs> and drinking crates of Coca-Cola. No, not yet. Uh, yeah, I'm buzzing. Do... I can feel it. I'm fucking buzzing my tits off. No, I used to do um, four, four aspirin. Uh, no, two aspirin and four cans of Fosters to make me last longer in bed. <laughs> <laughs> But never, um, never done an aspirin and a Coca Cola. Yeah, I never oh, like, okay. heard that one. Did, did that work? Four cans of Fosters and a load yeah. of aspirin. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's. I was like, ho, 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 hey. <laughs> Mac oh, Daddy's back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might have to start drinking again. Um, yeah. But yeah, they've got this message that's basically just say no to the kids. Now, at the same time that the Reagans were saying like, don't take drugs. They were funding the Nicaraguans to get the drugs out of Nicaragua and they were fueling the problem. So it was like, just say no. Although we actually need you to say yes because we got a lot of product we got back here, right? You can't use it all up. It's it's ridiculous, isn't it? Like, it's so hypocritical and it is just the, it's just the elite trying to fucking weed out the poor again and that's all it is. Yeah. But who the fuck's going to, it, just say right. Just let's do a quick thought experiment. What if you did get rid of all the poor? Do, do you honestly think that would make society better? Is that what's no, holding society back, or is it the rich treating the poor so bad that's holding society like back? Like if if they got rid of all the poor, so you'd have to increase all the wages, so everybody become a middle class wage. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, gonna... I was thinking of get. I'm thinking of getting rid of them, like mafia style. Oh, getting rid of them. Okay, so get rid of them. So all the people that are on the low-paying jobs, who's going to do them? So who's going exactly, to be right. your shelf stackers, your till yeah. operators? Yeah, your, your, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get someone that lives in a house in like a mansion in London going to work on the till at Tesco. You're not going to. No. So they need. So they who's need going to sell them? Who's going to sell them their bottle of vodka on a Saturday night? Yeah, when they're like, I'm they, just going to stay in and drink a bottle of vodka. They, they look yeah. down on us, but they need us. Yeah. It's just, it's weird that they just get treated so badly. I think there's something in the human psyche that you just, I think my missus was telling me this, that there's a part of human beings where they need to feel superior to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had this argument before about, um, someone says something about Jeff Bezos and he go, well, yeah, no, of course he deserves it. He worked hard. And I'm like, Fucking hard work hard, do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? You want to like, see fucking hard work? I drove to fucking Barnsley on a Friday yeah. night for a 15-minute so, spot. I do and I got day flashed shift. on the way there on yeah. a speed camera and on the way back. And I did, yeah, I did a day shift in the office <laughs> and I have to do a day shift the next fucking day. I've operated on two hours sleep. Yeah. I work fucking, yeah, that's a good shout. It's, yeah, it's not about, like, obviously, Jeff Bezos come up with an idea that has just now taken over the world, right? Yeah, fair enough. Google the same. Like, you're only ever going to pretty much use Google and Amazon now, aren't you? Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so good. But, like, say, saying it's like, oh, yeah, like, 
you you you, you got you're lazy because you're poor. You got to work harder. Fuck that, man. When I was on the fucking bones of my ass with nothing, I was fucking working seventeen-hour shifts. Do you know what I mean? Just to make yes. like seven yeah, days yeah. a week, just to make some money, just to make enough money to pay the bills and feed the kids. Bit of shoplifting yeah. on the side, but anyway. <laughs> well, here's the difference between me and you. I didn't work for the money. I worked because I just absolutely loved the work. So I would do 17-hour shifts because I fucking loved working. Yeah. I think my now, brain is not wired right. Yeah. See, I now, like, oh, this I'm... This great. Look. I've never been work, about the money. And then let's go drinking at the end. Come on, yeah. lads. Let's get it, get it done. I've never been about, like, having tons of money. But it was just, as long as the kids have got food on the table and clothes yeah. on their back, that's all right. And if I've got to work 17 hours for it, then that's it. But now, like, like with the gigs and stuff, like people go, "Oh yeah, oh, why are you doing it for that, man?" And I'm like, "Right, I would do it for free." Do you know what I mean? Like, because I love We've it. Gig- I would me do and you have gig for yeah. free loads. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would literally like. Don't get me wrong. When someone says, "All right, I want to give you X amount of money for a gig," I'm like, "I can't believe." I, I <laughs> still, you know, like, I'm like, I can't believe. <laughs> You're paying me. You're going to give me how much? Okay. To stand on a stage to do something I love. Yeah. And and then when people laugh, I'm like, what? So I'm getting paid, and they're laughing, and like I'm just a skank from yeah. Sheerness. Do you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. the hell is going on here? Like, it's still. Yeah. So I've been doing it what I don't know, ten years, really going for it for about three, four years, and it still blows me away. It still blows me away that people will come out and they will yeah. laugh at just some stupid idea I've come up with in my head. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Or like yeah, yeah, some silly situation I've got myself in that I never, ever thought, like the trolley bit, never thought that could be a massive bit. Buying sanitary towels, never thought that could be a massive bit. Do you know what I mean? It's But yeah, it's hard work pays off, right? Yeah. and um, Yeah, the harder you work, luckier you get, mate. Um, yeah. I like the way we've made crack cocaine all about us. That's good. good yeah, choice. I know. Yeah. Uh, it's because we've got addictive right. personalities. So we are the crack <laughs> of comedy. <laughs> um, what, what about when the kids start singing that song, Your Mama's a Crack Mum? I mean, oh, it was very God, funny, yeah. but it was very mean. You're like, it, oh, fuck. It was funny. It's, yeah, it's... And you're not meant to laugh, are you? But you can't. Nah. The kids are so cute. And they're at... Your mama's a crack mum. Your mama's a crack mum. Yeah, your mama's a crack <laughs> And it crack was head. sad. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. Like, I just can't imagine being in that situation. Like, no. Like, Jesus, man. Like, imagine, like, if your mum was actually a crackhead. That yeah. must be so hard on. It just, it just. Do you know, like, I can't, I can't it destroyed, even imagine destroyed it. communities, and they're still feeling yeah. it now, aren't they? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like four decades later, they are still feeling the effects of all of that. Um, they created uh, minimum mandatory sentencing from the Tip O'Neill law. The weird thing yeah. about that Tip O'Neill law, right? So they, they got that last law passed within four weeks. I just got a new iPhone. I had to wait six weeks for that. Yeah, they yeah, can get a mad, law passed. They can get law passed within four weeks when Mate, they want they, to. But yeah, if they want to do something, yeah. Come if on. they want to do something, they can get it done quick as. Yeah, yeah. When it's uh, we did the, in Britain, we did the same thing. So when I, I don't know which of the, I think it was the first royal. Is it William's wife? What's her name? Is it Kate? Catherine. Catherine, right? So when she got pregnant, they rushed through a law. They got it done within a few weeks. 
that basically would give so if she gave birth to a girl and then a boy the boy gets the power even though yeah. he's second born so they changed the law because it was like a 500 year old law and they went oh we better change that because you know and they'd done that within weeks so we can pass laws like that to help people out yeah but just, it depends on, on the right people you got to be it depends who right you're helping people. out doesn't it yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've got to grease some yeah. palms, man. You've got to grease some palms. You've got yeah. to fucking suck some dicks. You've got to do whatever. You, do you know what I mean? If you're not doing that, you ain't getting nothing. Yeah. So they created mandatory minimum sentencing, uh, System of a Down, if you like that song. And for dealing one gram of crack, that gets you the same sentence, right? And that's between five to 40 years. How's your fucking luck? Five to 40 years? And that's down to one other human being will look at you and go... That's like an audience when they look uh, at you and go, I don't like you. 40 yeah. years for you, you prick. What? It wasn't, it wasn't for dealing, though, was it? It was for possession. If you had no, a initi- gram. No, initially it was for dealing. And then oh, they yeah, sorry. Enhanced yeah, yeah. The, your, yeah, they enhanced the yeah. law a year later because they'd locked everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> right? it's, um, um, mate, that's mad. Honestly, it's just, it's just yeah. insane. Like mate, a, non, a non-violent drug crime can get you 40 years. There's still people in prison yeah. now in America that were, like now yeah. weed's illegal in most states. They're still in prison for weed. Do you know what I mean? Let alone yes. fucking crack yeah, yeah. and heroin. Yeah, and the policeman who was killed was a guy called Eddie Byrne. And it basically drove the police into an arrest frenzy across the country as well, right? It, it basically, yeah. it woke the police out of, out of their funk and they said, oh, we can't, we can't take it. We can't turn a blind eye now. And then the KRS now. song, the KRS one tune came on. So do the police. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. The the best thing to come out of the crack e- epidemic was the music. It yes, was, absolutely. The music was superb, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, um, millions of people had to suffer, but we got some great tunes yeah. in Britain. So uh, you know, you got yeah. to balance that out. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, like that came out really <laughs> wrong, didn't it? <laughs> like, no, they were, like, yeah, the music. Like, well, I suppose music goes with anything, didn't it? Like Vietnam War, great music, great music, terrible the Vietnam War. war. Yeah, terrible. Great music. Great music. Yeah. Yep. World War Two, um, good war, not so good music. Do you know what I mean? So okay, you got to yeah, balance it. Yeah. But good fashion. You got some great fashion out of the uh, World War Two, right? Yeah, great fashion Hugo, in World War Two. Hugo yeah. Boss, right? He Hugo Boss. The Nazi yeah. Uniforms. Yeah. And he's still selling it. Well. Surprised he ain't. Yeah, he's doing all right. Fanta, Fanta Orange. Yeah. BMW. Um, BMW. There you go. Yeah. You can't. Volkswagen Beetle. The people's car. There you go. So, you know, wasn't it all bad? And nah. the Cold War. The Cold War, we got the internet. Yeah. Yeah, war moves us forward a bit, but at the cost of a lot of lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit, I, yeah. I don't think the pandemic's going to do that. No, uh, to be honest. We are fucking honest, miserable the, little I, pricks today, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I think, Jesus. mate, honestly, Jesus, that pandemic was fucking not good. Do you reckon, I, I enjoyed that. I was talking to someone last night. She went, how was the lockdown for you? And I went, yeah, I really liked them, all of them. I had a whale of a time. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> I had the last the last summer with my cats before they died. We had a summer together, which was great. Started this podcast, you know, read some books. It was great. You'd have sex at like 11 a.m. You'd be like, should we have some nookie? Yes, have some nookie. Yeah. 11 a.m., come on. It's all right if you, you ain't got kids. Jesus, yeah. trying to oh, crack. Life's great if you try, ain't got kids. Trying to crack. Crack one off because you ain't had it for ages, and then you start and you're like, Because <laughs> you're oh, all stuck yeah. in the air. Uh, and then next thing you know, all you can hear is fighting. You're like, Do you know what? I'll just give it a miss today. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
there was a the Jennifer Johnson story is terrifying in this, right? So she turns around to a doctor and she says, "Look, my husband's left me, and I've developed a bit of a substance abuse problem." The doctor grasped her up, and then she gets prosecuted uh, because she's pregnant. And they said she was dealing drugs via the umbilical cord to her unborn baby. Yeah. And the baby was born. They took it away from her there and then. The kids went to live with relatives. And, uh, yeah, they prosecuted her. What the actual fuck? Yeah, that's insane, That's insane. insane. Yeah. And there was no proof of it as well. There was no proof. No. But it, and, but again, it makes good it makes good TV, right? It makes good news to keep people yeah, scared. Yeah, and it make it makes the police look good. It makes the social services yeah. look good. The doctors yeah. look good. The the government look good. Makes everybody look good, apart from the poor woman and the kid. Who, well, no, the kid as well. Like, yeah, like we're saying, like and the her kids family. are victims. Like the whole, yeah, the, the kids, Every, the yeah, family, everyone everybody. becomes a victim by the, yeah, 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 yeah by just, the um, by the lawmakers. Um. Yeah, it's just all all miserable. And do you know what? The rest of the documentary, it didn't get much better. It just went no. down, and you're just you're hit with these stats, right? The federal anti-drug bill was at twelve billion dollars. They put twenty percent uh, more police on the streets when Bill Clinton got to power. Um, it, if they if they arrested a load of people and they had two people of color and one had some crack on them and the other one had no crack on them, they would split the crack so that the other guy yeah. would also go to prison. Are you fucking kidding me? How mad is that? How mad? Could it you imagine get people that? people off the streets. Yeah. That's... But like, it's at the end when they say um, the prison, what was the prison population before um, yeah, so it went. It was, it, was it something like 187,000? It, it went from around 300,000 in 1980 to more than 2 million. Yeah. That's it, yeah. And America is one of the few states, a uh, few countries on the planet that will still execute a child. Mate, they're insane, aren't they? They're, they're a bit mental, right? They are a little bit mental. But you've got to balance that out with, you know, have you seen um, Breaking Bad, right? It's a great TV show. They make great TV. I mean, they they got to kill some kids, but they make fucking great TV. Great, you seen the movie fran the Marvel movie franchise? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Stop! I am late to the party on that. I've still got three films to watch before I'm even at the end of this one. So, oh, like right. the the but, previous one, and then we're starting the next ones. But as mad so no as some of them are in the states, some of the others are so creative and brilliant, right? This new iPhone they've invented is amazing. I, I yeah, took a picture just... the other day of my cat and I prefer looking at the picture of the cat because it's better than the cat in real life. <laughs> Mate, that that, I've, that phone is, uh, them pictures are incredible, man. They're great. That picture that's... of you I've got, I'm like, this is this video of Adam, that's better than him. Real. I'm, I'm just going to watch this video. I'm not even going to bother sitting in a car with you anymore. What a waste of time. I've reduced my carbon footprint. I'll video you once on this thing. It was just, it's yeah. So, anyway, keep going, America. I'm a big fan of some of your stuff. Other bits of your stuff, it seems a little bit mental. But then yeah. I bet we're the same, right? Yeah, we probably you know, are. Like From the outside looking in, you're like, what, are you yeah. fucking mental? What? You have fights like, over football, you say? Uh, yeah. That, that's that's one of our biggest exports to Europe is uh, football hooligans. Man. Yeah, football <laughs> like hooligans. Did you see, my, my team got banned the other week. 
We got banned from a game. They had to play the game behind closed doors because our fans were so terrible and so naughty. Was it? This, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, uh, we, we played a team in Vienna and they were like, no, West Ham, you're not welcome here. You're not allowed to come. We'll have oh, your team God. and that's it. None of your fans are... Yeah, we got a ban from uh, UEFA. Do you know what? Which, I'm which an Arsenal we were fan and we should play proud of. Yeah, well, well, I'm an Arsenal fan and the way we're playing at the minute, maybe we should be playing behind closed doors because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to finish this one off, two-thirds of crack users were white. Uh, but mainly black people were being arrested. Uh, in 1995, here's a stat, not a single white person was convicted for crack in California. California was the epidemic, that was the epicenter of the, the pandemic yeah. of crack. But it was there and in New York, wasn't it? white people, yeah. right? Are you fucking mental? Um, friend of the show, Dan Raver, kept popping up, giving little news announcements. I was happy when we see him. And then the head of the CIA, I don't know why he did this, he does a press conference with the local community in Los Angeles. And they just turned into it. They just tore into it, didn't they? Oi, mate, yeah. you're a fucking lying prick. Yeah. And he just sits there, doesn't he? He's like, yeah, I know. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm appointed. Oh, yeah, I'm not elected. Yeah. yeah, you fuckheads. There's yeah. nothing you do about it. You're right. We did import the cocaine. What of it? And then the CIA conducted an investigation uh, on themselves. And they went, yeah, we yeah. were a bit naughty. But there was no consequences. No. It's like me doing, I don't, I don't know, do you know what I mean? It's like me. It's like you doing your myself. own shortle review. Yeah, and going, yeah, no, yeah, no, he is the best. He is definitely <laughs> the best. <laughs> not just the UK, not just yeah. the world, not just the, U, not just the galaxy, like the, the whole universe. He is the best. Everywhere. <laughs> In all the universes, in all the yeah. multiverses, he's the best. Yeah. And you, you should pay £150 a ticket. You absolutely And that's should. for the cheap seats. £150 to sit in the gods at O2. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the thing I took away from this documentary was um, it was just the sadness of those people who had their lives ruined. And it wasn't just the users, right? They, The talking heads are the reporters who were reporting at the time. Yeah. It was the uh, the dealers. They had some of the dealers on there who were like, yeah, we really regret what we destroyed our community. And we thought it was all about making money and getting high. We thought it was great. But looking back, yeah, we fucked it up. It was us. Yeah. The women who lost their children. It was. And the fact that women are still alive. Right. That's some that's some tough people right yeah. there. Right. They've, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've survived being crackheads, losing all their kids. And they're still around going, yeah, look, my kids don't talk to me. They want nothing to do with me. But there is people that are not taking the blame. Like the police are not the taking the blame. The politicians, yeah. The politicians. It's the people like Freeway Ricky Ross and the other dealers. Um, I can't remember what his name is now. They're like, yeah, we, we, yeah, we fucked up. And the people, yeah, we fucked up. Like, it destroyed our community. But the people that are just sitting by watching it, like, just sitting there watching it happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck it. Poor area. Yeah, get rid of some of them. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck the poor. Um, so at the end of it, it, as depressing as it was, I still want to try crack. Do you? I couldn't yes. think of anything worse, man. Could not think of anything no, worse. No, nor could I. I think it's bloody terrible. But there's part of my brain going, gimme, gimme, gimme. Come on. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah. It's awful. And I've just had four, no, four crispy cremes. 
No, five. Five crispy crimps. <laughs> five crispy crimps. Oh, yeah. what ones? Oh, mate, I could. I might get a crispy cream tonight. I had the uh, mm. I had the pink one with that great stuff inside. Oh my god! I, I found the one that's got one. the white icing on the inside. I don't know what with that the, is. With it's the like biscuit, a, like with the what? biscuit bit. They didn't put that in. They the, oh no, no the yeah, biscuit on top. My, got the, yeah, the white no, one with the biscuit. The scoffy one, the biscoff. Oh my! Yeah, yes. no, the, oh. my lunch buddy. Yeah, she took that one. Um, but I found one that's got like it's like white dog poo. Sort of, there's a ring of it in there. That was just, oh. yeah. Oh, mate, you're giving me the shivers now. My mouth's watering. Oh, mate, I gorged on them. So, um, yeah, and even now, I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. But and uh, but I'll be the same with crack. So if you're ever with me and I get off a crack, yeah. Just say no. Were, just say no. Just that's say the, no. That's the ticket. Um, <laughs> would, would you recommend this documentary? Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, if you like um, seeing how drugs can ravage a community, then yeah, definitely for sure. But I, I found it really interesting. I, I found it really, really I did interesting. Enjoy, yeah, I did enjoy watching it. Um, right, give it a score, mate. I, I don't know if you know how this works. We give it a score between zero and five. Zero being shit. You can go minus as well, um, but you can't go above five. I would give it, for me personally, I would give it a 4.1, maybe a 4.2. A 4.1. Nice. Okay. I yeah. like it. Uh, I'm going to give this a healthy four just because it partly has turned me off against the idea of doing crack, and that's got to be a that's got that's to be a bad, good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be a good but, um, thing. So, um, yeah, and it is like you say, it is miserable. Yeah, yeah, and then, like you say, it is miserable. <laughs> Fuck, but, it was miserable watching. But even it, the it's rap good music, to see. yeah, which I grew up, I grew up loving. Good to see reasons why people get into these situations instead of just thinking, oh, fuck them, they're a junkie cunt, fuck it, leave it alone. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Right. That's uh, right. I'm going to wrap it up. What's uh, I'm going to ask you what you got next week, but I have no idea. Rick's not here. I've fallen apart. I, I am. He, he's not just my right. He's not got, the right hand of man. He is the, he is the show. He's 98% of this thing. I think I'm with you next week. Uh, Petersfield, Woking. And then ride. Are we hanging after. out? Yeah, so Sweet. we're both in Newington Saturday. Then Petersfield on the 16th, Woking on the 17th, and then on the 23rd, we're in Rye. I think. Is that right? So we're having Christmas. So I'm dressing up for that final gig in Rye. So if, if you do want to come and listen to us and watch us perform comedy, go to oneoffcomedy.co.uk. Me and Adam will be appearing on there. And the final night in Rye. Fancy dress, mate. Is it fancy dress? It is for me. I'm going as Freddie Mercury. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. Well, I you don't know. know. I might be able jacket. To... I might. Um, I'm. I'm doing um, Father Christmas for a kids' party on Sunday, so I'll see if I can borrow the uh, costume. And then I'm also doing uh, Addy the Elf at my mate's uh, boxing gym for kids in the community on, on uh, you, uh, the 18th. Which is uh, honestly that's a highlight of my year. Hang on. So they can't afford to go and see Father Christmas. So you're doing Addy the Elf. Can't you just borrow the Father Christmas outfit that you're going to wear on the twenty? No, no, no. Because we got we got a Father Christmas. So me and my mate on on the Elf. Oh, okay, all right. My you're mate's Father Christmas. Yeah, and then. Um, oh, that's yeah. Beautiful. It's just it's just nice for kids in the community. Do you know what I mean? It's all free and that we get like gifts for them and stuff. And then uh, yeah, I got told off last time. They was going, mate. Can you just like you're doing a really good job as the Elf? But just 
toned down the campness a bit, please. <laughs> I was going, mate, I'm what? an elf. Like, what do you want me to be? Like, this is me. Like, you are getting the real 100% me. <laughs> you are so, very camp for a six foot seven man. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah, if you come along as Father Christmas, that'll be fun. Yeah, but I'm going as um, Freddie Mercury. I've got the yellow top. Jesus the, uh... Christ, man. That's going to be hilarious. Oh, mate, I, I might come as up. you. I might come as you in a suit. Come, come as me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one will get the reference but you. I mean... Yeah, or, co- or come as Johnny, because I've got a blonde wig upstairs. I might come as Johnny with my hair. Like, oh. <laughs> and they just peel it off to do my ball jokes and then put it back on. <laughs> Guess who? Um, right, mate. Thanks. I love that. Thanks. I just, yeah, I've always no, loved I really enjoyed it. So, um, um, so mate, yeah. I'm hopefully, Rick, yeah. Rick won't die, and um, some sort of semblance of normality can be returned. And if you want to get into the Patreon side of things, uh, all the links will be in this week's episode, along with the links for hands down the, one of the funniest comics I've ever seen. Our guest today, Mr. Adam Morrison. Ad, thanks for joining us, mate. Thank you, Adam. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. I I'm love you, honor. mate. I really love do. Love you too, brother. I'll love see you too. later, man. Take it easy. Oh, oh, oh.